Hello, I'm Dr Jodie Richardson and you're listening to Well Hello Anxiety, a podcast where we end the struggle with anxiety and build our toolkit of practical skills to thrive. Hello, hello, it's you and me again today. I have the house to myself, so I'm very excited. Uh, Pete's off at cricket, our son's off at cricket, our daughter's off with a friend at the beach, and I am home alone. It's just me and our beautiful Border Collie Dusty, and I'm recording a few episodes. So it is just a pleasure to be with you. I am here today to ask you a question, and I'm going to get to that in a moment. But I wanted to start by reminding you, if you are new to the podcast, you may not be aware that I live with anxiety. I have done for 44 years, for a very long time. I can look back to when I was four years old and see my very first symptoms. My very first symptom was an upset tummy. I would say to my mum, every single day I feel sick and I don't want to go to school. Fast forward to now and I still live with anxiety. And I wish I knew then what I know now, and that's a huge part of why I started the podcast. So I'm asking you a question today, but I firstly want you to consider all of the ways that anxiety says no to you, puts a stop sign in front of you, perhaps when you turn in a new direction or when you have ideas about something new that you'd like to try. This was the case for me for a very, very long time. And I used to say to myself, all the things that I would do when my anxiety stopped, when I finally sorted it, when I finally got rid of it, when I finally worked it out and got it out of the way. And then I eventually learned that if I wait for that, I am going to be waiting my whole life. And a huge part of this podcast is that we're not getting rid of anxiety. We wouldn't want to, even if we could. It is protective. We need it. And those of us who have anxiety that bubbles up, bubbles over, explodes at different times, we have a part of our brain that's more sensitive to threats around us. And when we feel threatened, instinctively, we need to feel safe. We want to feel safe, which means pulling back, saying no, cancelling, withdrawing, avoiding, or alternatively, just not saying yes, not taking on opportunities, not starting something new. And One of the things I really want to encourage you to do, and I get beautiful messages from listeners saying, hey, thank you, I listened to the message around taking your anxiety with you and this is what I'm doing. One wonderful woman even wrote to me and said, me writing to you, uh, her email that she crafted for me was her step outside of her comfort zone just to say thank you and that she's going to continue to take small steps forward to bring her anxiety with her and to do what's really important. Now, my anxiety comes with me most of the time, but I realised just a couple of weeks ago, I realised, oh my gosh, my anxiety stopped me and I didn't even realise that was happening in the moment. I was so caught up in everything else I was doing that I told myself was important. I realised later on on reflection that, hey, I didn't do all of the things I wanted to do because I was anxious. I was in a new city. I'd travelled for work and I was away for a few days and I had opportunities to go exploring, to head out into town, see some of the beautiful sites, some of the historical sites, even just one of the beautiful beaches. 
And yet I didn't take that opportunity. I spent a lot of time in my room working, telling myself, I've got this time, I've got this opportunity, don't waste it. But really, when I look back, I realise, hey, anxiety was getting in the way. And what helped me to recognise that was when one other person who was a speaker at the same event told me she was going out that evening and would I like to join her, I jumped at it because all of a sudden there was safety in numbers. So it helped me really reflect. And so nobody is immune to this. Awareness is really important. So my first question to you, this is not my main question, my first question to you is how is anxiety getting in the way for you? What is it stopping you doing? What is anxiety stopping you from doing? I really want you to reflect on that and I encourage you to put pen to paper or pencil to paper. I'm a pencil and paper gal. Make some notes. Take some time to really think if you need to pause the podcast and really think about it because it's imperative that when we understand more about ourselves, we're in a position to make change. It's so important to me that you're not only learning from listening to my podcast, but you are able to make change. You are able, as a result of listening to me, spending time with me and my guests, you're able to do something different, do something that you otherwise wouldn't have done. So please take that time to reflect because that awareness will put you in a much better position to make change. So I am just so dedicated to this. It's really a huge and important part of my work is to be able to help people move forward with anxiety. And one of the ways you might think about your anxiety is if all your anxieties were a piece of paper, you could walk around holding that piece of paper up in front of your face where it's in the way, it's top of mind, it's present. But that piece of paper is going to be really blocking your vision, stopping you from safely moving forward and doing what you need to do because when you've got something right in front of you like that, you can't see what's ahead and it's something that's going to be tiring and it's going to be difficult and it's going to be challenging. What if you were to take that piece of paper, fold it up neatly, tuck it in your pocket and take it with you? Your anxiety is still there. It's all there with you. We're not trying to get rid of it. We're just trying to move it to its rightful place, to the background where it's not going to get in the way and stop us from doing all of the things that we want to do in our lives. So now for my question, I have a very important question for you. I hope you're ready. All right, here goes. Imagine that I have a magic wand. Picture the wand however you like. It could be a little Harry Potter wand. I always thought in those Harry Potter movies that the wands were never quite like I imagined them to be. They were almost almost more dainty and petite than I ever pictured. But nonetheless, picture a wand, any wand, and I've got a magical wand in my hand. And if I wave this wand, I relieve you of every anxious thought, every worry, all of the anxious sensations in your body, whether that's an upset tummy, perspiration, muscle tension, headaches, spots in your vision, whether or not that's a racing heart or changes to your breathing, I relieve you of all of your anxious thoughts, all of your anxious feelings, everything that anxiety does to make you feel uncomfortable, 
unsafe. I remove it all. I wave my magic wand and all of that that causes you trouble, that is a problem for you when it comes to anxiety, is completely gone from your life. Imagine that. Now, if I could wave my wand and relieve you of every struggle with your anxiety, what would you feel excited about starting? Okay, what would you feel excited about starting? Allow yourself a moment to really think about what you want to do. How would life look different for you? Take some time to really think, how would life look different? How would the time you spend with friends and family and colleagues, how would that look different? What might you say yes to? What might you start to do? What might you stop doing? Maybe you'll stop saying yes to too many things. And what changes would you make at home, at work, in your downtime, when an opportunity comes your way or you have an opportunity to create something new and special for yourself, whether that's professional or personal? What would life look like for you and how would things be different? The reason I ask this question, this is a really important question and it's called the magic wand question is because when we have anxiety, we have thoughts and sensations and feelings and emotions that impact what we do. And to give yourself the space and the time to be able to reflect on how would you operate differently if all of that was removed from your life and you were free of anxiety, I think it opens up possibilities. What I'd really love you to consider next is the idea that of all of the answers to the questions I just posed, what would you feel excited about? How would life look different? How would your interactions with people in your life be? How would you spend your time differently? When you think about your answers to those questions, I invite you to choose one, just one, and set it as a goal for yourself. Set it as a goal for yourself. So when it comes to goal setting, What we need to do is we need to make sure something is specific. So be as specific as you can. Measurable, okay, measurable, something that you can recognise when you've achieved, okay. And you might like to put a time boundary on it. You might like to say, I really want to have this done. I really want to do this by a particular time in my life, a particular week, a particular month, a particular date. So create a goal for yourself around one of the answers to that question and this is what will help you to be able to move forward and do whatever it is that makes you feel excited and we don't have to wait for our anxiety to go, I wish I had a magic wand, I really do. But what I also need you to know and I need us all to remember is that, you know, so much of what's challenging in life shows up around what's meaningful and If we were to rid ourselves of any negative emotions, it would mean removing so much of what makes our lives rich and full and exciting and wonderful, even though those connections, those people, those experiences can come with challenges as well. And for me, when I think about my experience when I travelled recently interstate and anxiety got in the way, I think about this magic wand question and I think if I had no anxiety... I would 
take the time in a new city to see something different, to visit a museum, to visit a tourist landmark or to do something that is an opportunity and a new experience for me. And so that is my goal that I'll set here with you here today is my goal is if I have the time and I'm in a new city and not to use time as an excuse but if I'm genuinely there long enough then I will take my anxiety with me as I see and do something new even if I need to start small which is a really beautiful way to start anyway. So I hope that today's episode has really inspired you to take some notes, write some things down write some reflections about where anxiety is getting the way, what you'd be excited to do differently, how things might look different, what might change if I did have that magic wand and I could rid you of all of those thoughts and feelings that come with anxiety. I ask you to consider putting your anxiety in your pocket, moving it to its rightful place and moving forward anyway. Please tell me, tell me what you are going to do. Tell me what this has brought up for you and and what it is that you have in mind that you might be able to step forward towards as a result of having spent time with me today. Thank you again. Thank you for your time. It's such a privilege to be with you. I never take our time together for granted. Thank you for all the beautiful reviews and ratings and for the kindness that you show me as gratitude for this podcast. It means the world to me. And I very, very much look forward to being back with you again next week. Okay, bye. Thank you so much for joining me for this week's episode. If you enjoyed it, please subscribe and leave a review. To keep the conversation going, I'd love you to join me over on Instagram. You'll find me at Dr. Jodie Richardson. Also, if you'd like a copy of my free five-day mini email course, Calm Your Anxious Brain, then jump over to my website, drjodyrichardson.com, and you can sign up down the bottom. I've really enjoyed having your company. Thanks so much. See you next time.